Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Tis indeed a scrub in, and we're together. We've been together the past two weeks. Really? Yeah. I've well, been gone. Were, I'm a jet setter. I know. My gosh. How do you do it? Did I'm you tired. 
Yeah. Do you feel unsettled? Yes. My house is in disarray, but I've just been like, you know what? That feels like a problem for another month. (laughs) (laughs) Not another day, another month, because I got back from Cabo and I was sick. Like I've been, I'm just like, this weekend was the first time I started feeling like normal again. I was so run down. I remember that. Yeah. It was was like a long time ago. It was. It lasted for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I'm going back to Mexico on Wednesday. So. And then where from there? Oh my gosh. And then, um, I don't know, but I will be out of town the next weekend too, because it's Haley's birthday, but I don't know where we're going yet, but it'll be drivable. But, and you'll be back on Monday for the podcast. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Great. But anyways, all fun stuff. Um, how are you? You know, I'm good. I'm just, you know, doing the same, same thing. I have a new crystal that I've been putting against my heart. Um, oh. <laughs> this was to give, give me my modern woman mojo back. And uh-huh. I, I think it's working. When As did in, you lose the modern woman mojo? Um, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Cause now that I'm like getting back into the swing of like work stuff, I'm kind of just like, am I still good at this? Like, am I doing the right thing? You know, E hasn't asked me back to do this award season. So that kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, do they hate me? Do I suck? Am I even good anymore? So all those thoughts are running through my head. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Try taking a spin in this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this crystal that it's not a crystal. It's more like a stone. Okay. It's more like a gem. Okay. What kind of gem? Uh, it's actually my personal uncut gem. <laughs> no, uncut gem. <laughs> um, no, but I, I have it downstairs. I'll show you. I have it in my kitchen. And you just place it against your heart. Place it against my heart. And I let am all a modern the, woman. Uh, yeah. Like basically just all the imposter syndrome thoughts just like go. Just like I watch them float away out of my body. Do you think? So I've been doing that in Wordle. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of productive. That's a good combination. Yeah. 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 I can't think of anything that's more productive in getting the modern woman mojo back than Wordle. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had my mojo. Remember when we used to talk mojo and then like, I feel like I would say I don't have my mojo and then it would like come back. Do you have it right now? No. Like, I don't think I do. I don't think you do either. No. Yeah. I haven't. I don't say that in like a mean way. I say that just coming from a place of just like knowing me. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling your energy. But I don't know why I'm lacking my mojo. That's the key. So you have to figure out where the where it's coming from. Where the lack of mojo is coming yeah. from. Yeah. Have you tried going to Mexico a whole bunch of times? Because if that well, doesn't I work, I don't know what would. I am trying that, but I don't okay. know if it's uh, working. Working to bring my mojo have you, back. Have you tried holding a gem or a precious stone towards your? I haven't done that, kitchen? but you know, I think so. You're not doing much. It's not what you're being saying. very productive, but it's like. I, I wish I could find the source of what it is. I think there's just a lot of like, um, like on social media and stuff, there's a lot of trying to keep up all the time. And then there's that balance of living your life without filming. Like you have to document everything. And I think sometimes I struggle between that. And I think the, if I'm not getting, you know, there's certain things on Instagram where it's like, you're losing followers or your engagement's low, which is dumb. I'm in the grand scheme of things. It's dumb, but it is part of my job. So there's a lot of pressure there. And I think like when you're not getting the attention that you used to get, this is part of the unhealthy part of social media. To yeah. me. When you're not getting attention or yeah, validation that you're used to or that you have gotten, you start wondering like, what's wrong with me? Did I do something different? Is it just the Instagram algorithm? Like, what is it? Um, so I don't know if that has to do with the big part. I mean, I'm sure it has to do with some of it. For sure. It has to do with some of it. 
But I don't want to like relate my mojo to social media. I know, like, I, I know, so but it's not. That. I don't think you're doing it. It's not like you're intentionally doing it. Or, no, I'm you definitely know, not. It's like definitely something subconscious that's happening, or there is something. You know, it's actually funny that you say that because I don't I, like. It's not social media is not my job. It's part of my job, but it's not my yeah, job. Yeah. So I do look at the numbers, and uh, a friend of mine was actually asking me to send. Um, she wanted to kind of look at my analytics because she's uh-huh. into all that stuff. So I just sent them to her and I noticed on all my things, it was like negative, yeah, negative, negative. Really and I was like, Oh my God. Like, oh. So eat. Yeah. So they don't want me back on the carpet. The people on Instagram, it's negative, negative, negative. And I went to like this dark hole and I was like, why am I letting the, these number? I was like, ever, ever. and she hit me back and she was like, this is what's happening right now with I guess, some, some algorithm or whatever. Yeah. I don't really know, but I had to kind of shake that part off because I was like, yeah. it's to me, to me, Instagram is a fun place. It's more of like a, like a scrapbooky, Facebooky community yeah. type thing for me. And I want to keep it that right. way. So I either had to like talk myself off a ledge, but I get that. If that was my like job yeah. and I was seeing that, I would spiral. But I go back and forth because there's part of like majority of the time, I feel like I love um, social media and the community of it and the fun of it. But there is that other side that's like so far on the extreme that makes it not fun, you know? And um, so that's been, I've been navigating that, but I'm always navigating that. Like that is like consistently like swirling through my head. So um, I don't know if I can attribute that to my um, no mojo. I don't know. You know what I think we need? What? A sexy photo shoot. (laughs) We've been talking about... (laughs) I think a sexy photo shoot might make me so dark. No, that like, no, we, it like, makes my no, mojo crash no, and burn. We prep for it. So it's like, okay, we put a date in the calendar. Let's say the photo shoots May 1st. Okay. So we're going to do this photo shoot May 1st and we have to like prep ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally. We'll get cute lingerie. We'll get a spray tan. We'll like go on a lot of runs. It'll be so cute. Prime mojo. And we're just taking crystals them to look on at? our boobs. Huh? Okay. <laughs> We're just taking them like to look at for ourselves to give sure, ourselves mojo. Sure. Maybe we post them in the Facebook group. Well, you could share them with your partners, couldn't you? <laughs> or post yeah. them in the Facebook group. They'll be tasteful. Well, I don't find that my mojo is, ones. I don't find that my mojo is lacking in my personal life. Like I feel like I'm very confident. Like 95P makes me feel very confident. Like that part of my life is very secure. But mojo is all encompassing. It's not like oh. secular. <laughs> no i don't think that i don't think that was it that's not what i'm looking at uh mojo is all encompassing it is not linear mm, okay does that work yeah, i think I that think works so, but... better than secular so we'll <laughs> take the we'll take the win there <laughs> wait, yeah wait, hold on this is such a sidebar but the other day the wordle was saute and I didn't know that yeah. that's how you spelled saute. And I was like, oh, I don't even know what word this is. I was like, what's satan? Or like, whatever. <laughs> sout. Yeah, so I was like, what's sout? <laughs> Googled it. And I was like, oh, okay. Googled it. <laughs> I was like, oh, saute. There's no accent over the E. Wow. Really screwed me. Anyways, back to our mojo. There's not really much left to say. Oh, well, the, the photo shoot. Oh, so, Okay. So we set a date in the calendar for me to basically get physically us, us. Uh, for us to get physically confident for a sexy photo shoot. Yeah. Would you take each other's photos? Is that the idea? Or we could hire somebody. I have friends that could do it, would do it. 
or each other's, whatever you're more comfortable what with. What friends do you have that would do that? Um, his name's Joel. His name's <laughs> Fl- Flashpoint Photography. If you want well, to he's amazing, but something about oh, a stranger going. that I don't know well watching me in lingerie or gyms <laughs> on my boobs is not... They're really? going to be tasteful. They're not going to be trashy. No, no, no. I totally believe. So that my mind went to Joel because he's really good. He took the cutest photos of Sunny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very similar <laughs> yeah. subjects. But yes. <laughs> um, or we could hire like. Uh, yeah, Joel. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. So or, we, or each other. Yeah. Each other is good. Choice. I do have a nice camera. Oh, that's true. And you take good yeah. photos. And and like us doing, we. I mean, us taking them together would be weird. So like, we yeah, don't yeah, need they'd to be have separate. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're just like, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Tanya would be like trying to hug me and stuff. I'd be like, Tanya, it's just <laughs> not the time. <laughs> okay. I got so her- wait, do we like that idea? You yes. have to commit. We're if you commit to this, like we're committing to it. So like regardless of how I feel on the day, whether I put in the work or not, no, I have no, to you're do it. Because putting I'm, in the work, like no, but it's I'm no saying, excuse. No, I'm saying this is to hold me accountable. So like no matter what, I have to take the photos. May first, I think May first is good because it's like uh, like basically here. Okay, May. F- That's forty days. That's good. Okay. That's forty days. May first. Forty days from today. May first. And whether I put in the work or not, I'm going to be taking sexy photos. Correct. Okay. Are you committing to it? Yes, I'll commit to it. I'm putting it in it. my calendar. Let me just make sure, May first, let's just make sure May 1st isn't like a Tuesday or something. It do is a Sunday. What, do you oh, know what else great. is like complicated sometimes? I don't know if you guys feel this. You know, I don't know if men feel this as much as women. You can chime in. And I don't even know if you feel this, but do you ever feel the like Becca pressures? Of, in. Thank you so much. Becca photoshoot, not you, just us, just me. Um, the pressure of getting older and navigating that fine line between like, it's such a privilege to grow old and get older and also the stress and pressures to stay relevant and young. Um, okay. So I don't feel that the pressure to stay young. I don't care. I, I like my age and I'm happy to get not older. The number of the age. I'm talking about like, just like the physical, all the things that, that, we associate with being young. Yeah. No. But what I do feel the pressure of is the number and then like my eggs. Okay. Yeah. Your fertil- fertility. Correct. So that that's where that's like the, the stress of aging for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's more like vanity. Like it's like. But you, you still see- look like you did like when you were 20. I think. No. No, I don't feel that way. Which it doesn't bother me necessarily. But I, I think there's like. When you go on, when you're constantly on social media and scrolling and like you're constantly feeling like you're trying to keep up with these like youth, (laughs) there's like this. But then I don't want to be that person who's trying too hard. You know, it's like such a weird balance. And I saw this TikTok of this woman talking about it and she was like doing her skincare routine and stuff. And she was just talking to the camera and she's like, no one talks about this because we always try to celebrate getting older and she's like, it is such a privilege to grow old, but it is so hard sometimes to navigate accepting that. And also what societal pressures are with women getting older. Right. Like if you're going to take a photo in a bathing suit, like on a beach drinking like a a pineapple out of a straw with like your crotch out, would you feel weird about that? I think at (laughs) any age I'd feel weird about that, but I get what you're saying. Like, but also just like the, there's this constant feeling of like 
straddling that line of being aging gracefully and also like not letting yourself go, whatever that means in your life or how you in- interpret that, but also being gracious about it. I don't know. It's but weird. It's like, it's how you feel. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be 45 and feel 25 and be like at the clubs and like, who cares? That's what you want to do. Well, I do not feel 25. Well then that's fine. You don't have to go to the clubs. <laughs> I want to feel 25, but I'm like all this traveling and like drinking, which I, ha- I haven't even drank that much, but like, I feel like it's, you know, you're like trying to party with the kids, the young kids <laughs> can't keep up anymore. You know? Are you okay? Like, do we need to like have an intervention with Becca about aging? I'm like, no, this isn't about, about you. This isn't You're literally about 32. Aging. I'm 33. 33. I'm so sorry. That's okay. But it's not so much about the number of 30. Like, I don't really feel the pressure of like society expectations where it comes to like marriage and having kids. Like, I don't really feel what you're feeling. Yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, if I got them, I got them. The eggs. The eggs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. But just in general, like more from a standpoint of men, do y'all deal with this at all? Men, men. Um, Not in the same way. That's why I wasn't really weighing in because I feel like women have it uh, harder and and differently than men do. Also, I've never been relevant. Even when I was 20, I was not particularly relevant, but (laughs) relevant's an interesting word choice. I've never been a partier. I've never been a a fashion person. I've never been trendy in any way by by anyone described that way. But I will say I love my job for the reason that it keeps me dialed into what's going on in music and movies and television. And I have my daughters and that keeps me kind of cool with them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they teach me stuff and I teach them stuff like, hey, this is happening. Like, oh, this is big right now. And I I showed them Wordle for the first time and they teach me phrases like bussin and stuff like that. (laughs) And then... Between my job and my daughters, I stay dialed into all that stuff so I don't feel like I'm 100 years old, you know? And, I, and I, I, I like that. I think that's great. I think that's a great balance to have. Yeah. Mark is the male ideal for me in terms of, you know, Mark's not ancient by any means, but like you're quite a bit older than me. And uh, I fantasize about b- being like Mark when I'm that age because... Oh, thank you. Because he's not like riding by like on a skateboard going like, hey, what's, right, you know, right, like, what's right, up? Right, right, right. <laughs> But he's so dialed, he's much more dialed in than I am. And uh, he's very, like, but but not like in a weird, like try hardy way. It's just, it feels very sincere and, and normal and like, oh, you're just a cool dude. Uh, I don't know, with a, with a breath of interest. And that's something that I aspire to. Yeah. Like the other day, and I can't remember, I wish I could remember what the phrase was, but one of my daughters said some young phrase to me and I said the appropriate thing back. And her friend <laughs> said to her, Oh my God, my dad would have no idea what that means. Like, yes, yes, victory. Victory. Yeah. That's what I want. I think that's the line of not trying too hard, but also there's this part of me that's like celebrate aging, like the things that come naturally with aging. And then there's the parts that's like, do what you want. Like what makes you feel good? And it's this like battle. Sometimes. So uh, I've been trying to convince Red Star to wear baggier clothes. Like I send him pictures of Justin Bieber all the time and I'm like, baggy clothes are cool. Like tight jeans for men, like aren't it anymore. Right. So I've been like doing this for a while and we were at this store. We were like, it's like a, a athleisure store. And he found this like sweatsuit that he really liked. It was like a, just a baggy hoodie and like baggy sweats and he was like he tried it on he was just like this is the most comfortable thing i've ever put on i'm he, he bought it right then and there in the store and walked out with it like cut the tags off at the front oh, wow. and like walked out but these pants are wow. like 
flood pants like there and he's always wears <laughs> tight pants so it's so jarring for me to see and like i want to ask him if i can post the video that i took on the <laughs> facebook group because it's so funny because it's just so not him but he's so happy because they're so comfortable but he was just like i'm a 43 year old attorney like i can't be walking around in like <laughs> you know what i mean but i was like yes you can because you're not you're like young and hip and cool yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with embracing being a 43-year-old attorney. Right. That's but fine, it's like, too. Right, right, right. It's a fine he does line. wear tight pants. I always see his butt crack when he bends <laughs> over. I'm always like, Robbie, I see your... I've seen too much of you. I've seen too much <laughs> yeah, of your butt crack. It's kind of like his signature. I like it, though. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. It's his calling card. His <laughs> butt crack is his signature. Yeah, yeah his, his hands and his butt crack, the signature. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, thanks for letting me go on that rant. That's really all I have to say. Well, no, I think it's important that you feel safe in this space to do that because <laughs> where else can you do it? You know? Yeah. Where else can I uh, vulnerably share my insecurities? Yeah. But I do hope that people relate to this because if not, then what's the point of vulnerability, you know, connecting with people? Yeah. But I think it also frees you a little bit. Yeah, but I could do it with my friends well, in a safe, like safe, non, <laughs> not so public space. <laughs> the whole point what does that of being, mean? no, because the whole point of being vulnerable and sharing things is to relate to people who follow you. And when I said relevant, I meant like when I first came off The Bachelor, I was more relevant because there was that was the fresh season. You know, now it's like that's way in my past, and it's kind of like. You know, that's what I meant by relevancy, just to clear that up. Well, not no, thinking I've mean, been like relevant my whole no, life. No, but then like we had an award winning <laughs> People's Choice Award winning podcast. We're not anymore. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> hit after hit after hit, Tanya, girl. Quit I get reminding it. me no, of all I'm the in things. It. I'm in it too, girl. It's in my head too. Let me tell you, I got all the stones on my body right so now. So, anyways, we're doing great over here. <laughs> yeah, like, your favorite, really good. your favorite podcast. We're thriving, thriving. Never been better. Never been more confident. Our wings are flying yeah. like a butterfly in the air you know just really doing good wait tanya i i have a stone that i that i rub for for good vibes can i share that with the with the group yeah which one is it it's it's um so you know it's funny it's a black opal which if you've seen uncut gems is the stone he has in the movie (laughs) allison got this for me it's a smaller one but she got Ah. this black opal for me for um valentine's day and if you hold it outside you can see like right through it and it like really shows you the colors of the universe uh and she gave it to me and she was like, this was a pain in the ass to get. And, and uh, you know, there's some legality issues there. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I do hold on to this thing and it gives me good vibes. And, uh, you know, I get the stone thing now. See? So I just Yeah. The stone thing's cool. They're so beautiful, too. I love they are. crystals and stones. But, like, so is a lot of things. What? So is a lot of things what? Things are beautiful. But this has power. <laughs> You know what? Let's let's take this back. Crystals are cut from ugly, what appears to be ugly rocks, just rocks. You would never look at them and think they're beautiful. And then you cut into them and you clean them, you cleanse them, you purify them. And they are some of the most beautiful sights you can see. And that's how we are as humans. Oh, wow. She's going deep. Oh, here we go. Preach, sister. You might look at someone and you don't see their beauty. You don't see their instant beauty. Maybe they're getting older. Maybe they're not feeling themselves. Right. But when you get to know them and see the inside of them, you could see the most beautiful person you've ever seen in your entire life. Preach, sister. (laughs) 
Wait, do you want to so funny? I had this exact same like weird epiphany today oh. in the parking garage. I was leaving the station The all the, um, I actually took an Instagram video and didn't post it. Cause I was like, what the hell? Uh, all the lights were out in the parking structure. And so it was like really scary walking to yeah. my car because it was like all the lights were out. And I was like, wow, light is such an important thing in life. Like I'm sitting here walking through the darkness of this parking garage and I didn't, I didn't know where I was going. I had to like, I, I had, thank God I had my phone. I had the flashlight, which is light and how important light is and how light beats the dark. And I'm mm -hmm. having this whole like epiphany a sermon a in, sermon your head. in the head. In the parking garage, I'm not talking to my phone. <laughs> like, am I okay? <laughs> That's good. I mean, light is. It's vital, and yeah. darkness is vital too because we have to sleep to rest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't consider sleep darkness. I consider sleep pretty light too. Brings me joy. Okay. Well, we switch gears to literal than figurative, yeah. but um. Oh, this was an, I have another conversation starter that I would like for all of us to weigh in on. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Oh, wait, I have something funny to tell you too. Okay. After the break, Tanya. Fine. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shiro. Yeah. Shiro, for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just 
just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Okay, we're back. So mine, I don't know if this will be a conversation. Sometimes I start a conversation and you just stare at me and then I feel like I'm doing a monologue for a minute. So do you want to tell your story first or do I try to engage you in a conversation? Uh, it depends on what it's about. So, <clears throat> but I'm happy to go either before or after whatever. My story is short. Okay, do you start your story. Okay. So I was watching Grey's Anatomy with Red Star Weird oh, one. Weird episode this week. Super weird. So don't worry. I don't even think we should get it. I don't even know if we want to get into it because it was weird. But anyway, so I, I, the episode ends and I leave the room to go take Sunny to go to the bathroom. And she she was just being a hellabaloo in the backyard <laughs> because of the wind. She didn't want to go to the bathroom. So I was like down there with her for a while. Right. Like not just like two minutes. I was down there for at least like 10, 15 minutes. So I come back up. And I get back in bed and he looks at me and he's like, what's the name of that show that's on after that is on after Grey's Anatomy? And I was like, Station 19. He's like, yeah, should we watch that? And I was like, 
for six seasons, I've been fighting this freaking show. And because he, he was like, I like looked at him like he just said something really wrong. And he was like, what? what? What's wrong with this show? And I was like, they have been trying to get me as a Grey's Anatomy fan to watch this stinking show for six years. They do crossover episodes. The finale episode is a crossover episode. And I refuse out of principle. I'm not watching your show that you're forcing me to watch because you think I'm going to like it because I like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. He's like, well, it looks good. The people are like, you know, it looks good. And I was like, Ugh. I get your point and your frustration, but I don't really understand why both of y'all are so against it's principle station 19 it's because principle. it's like, it is. And we get that on the Facebook group a lot. Like you guys should really give that show a chance. It's really good. I'm sure it is, by the way. I'm sure that's a fine show. But let me I discover to watch that on my principle. own. You know, like, yes. let me do it on my own. Do not force me to down my throat because you know what happens when somebody forces me to do something? You don't want to do it. No. Yeah. I'm a modern woman, I make my own choices. You don't force it. We are it. cancers, and this is how we are. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Got so it. So, anyways, Got I just it. thought it was really funny because I was like, after six years of, of fighting it, I might have to watch it. Because- I really hope that happens for you <laughs> and him. I'm not even opposed. I mean, once I have like some downtime where I'm sitting at home, like it definitely happens where I'm like, what do I do today? Starting well, Station 19 feels like it could be productive. We just finished Love Island season three and I went on Instagram to see if all the couples in the final four are still together and not one of them is still together. And oh, I'm shocking. annoyed now. Oh, so. she doesn't believe in love anymore. You guys, it did it hurt me. So, okay. Well, my conversation is not related to this at all, but I'm curious, how do you differentiate your gut feelings intuition versus paranoia give me an example like oh that's a good question because i find that my gut like i'm telling you what's paranoia where you're like making up things in your head i guess and convincing yourself that it's real but it's it's not you know you don't have any like basis on it you're just like paranoid that it's happening okay and then your intuition's similar in a way um so for example like if i'm watching this is a dumb example but when i watch the bachelor any reality tv show i can immediately spot who like i have an intuition about who is like gonna be good or like the villain or whatever so with people i have a really good intuition okay (laughs) so then paranoia is like me having this (laughs) mental like breakdown that 95p was like cheating on me did this happen this is real oh okay 95p not even cheating on me like talking to someone else like behind my back i guess that's a form of cheating and then playing um dirty little secret when i gave the aux cord over and then that was the first song 95p played and i was like you tell me I'm wrong. Oh, so then I express my oh, paranoia. And then he is like, are you mentally okay? <laughs> and I was like, I have a really good intuition. And, and, and the conversation went south after that. Did you have any, uh, nothing, facts? nothing, just a, just a feeling. I've just been feeling a little insecure, <laughs> but this goes, Ties in with your mojo, your so, lack yeah, of mojo. Okay, this is so, yes. This actually ties back to insecurity the breeds paranoia. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I gotta tell you something. If you you're like okay, okay, that's like okay, that's like me saying I think I'm gonna get married tomorrow. 
Okay, well, this is weird. Uh, let me not. Uh, I'm trying to like think of a comparison. But hold on, wait, wait, that was your comparison get, to hold on. Let me just me get being there. On? Let me just get there. Okay. okay. Let's let her get there. <laughs> always getting there is half the fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give me an analogy. That's like me. Okay, that's like me going for a job, right? Yes. I'm I'm interviewing for this job. I'm like really just like I really want this job. I've been praying for this job. It falls into my lap, and then. I'm thinking about this job and I get in my car and I hear, you got it, you got it, you got it. Bad. That Usher song or whatever. Okay. You, okay. You got it. You got it. That was like, so off key, but I got, I figured <laughs> out where you were going through. I would all, I would think I would take that as a sign. That I got the job. Like you got it. You got it. If I was really thinking about it. So I feel like there's something where, where you're having these thoughts about conversations happening behind your back and then the song comes on as Dirty Little Secret. That to me feels like a sign. Not to be more paranoid to you. Oh, so you're confirming my paranoia. Yeah. Oh my God. I believe in signs. <laughs> okay, so that's where my whole my whole question is. Where do you cross, where's the line between paranoia and intuition? How is that helpful, Tanya? <laughs> yeah. That- to, to be honest, I thought you were going in a different direction. So now yes. I will be spiraling for the foreseeable future. No, but you already did it. So here's the thing. You already shared your paranoia and it was shot down by 95P. So now you have to yeah. take their word for after, it. After expressing my paranoia yeah. and 95P's response, I really, this is, those thoughts are gone. Yeah. But it did breed the question of, where is the fine line between if you really feel like you have a good intuition and gut feeling and you really trust your gut, then where do you draw the line of what paranoia feels like? You know what I'm saying? I Not to discount signs from uh, that may manifest in different from places, but I do talking? think... Yeah, watch out. Watch what you say, man. I'm, I'm so, <laughs> I, I mean, I like that kind of thing too, but, but I think that paranoia starts to rear its ugly head once you're doing, oh God, there's a confirmation bias name for this, but like when you're looking for things and kind of cherry picking details to confirm what you're suspecting versus intuition is just an inexplicable feeling that may not have any evidence. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, a bird flew over me. Therefore my mother's going to be in a car accident. Like it's nothing like that. It's just like, I have a feeling something bad's happening. Uh, Allison has a really strong intuition and she's always right. So I, um, I always, whenever she's like, I think something fishy about this. I always trust her because she's good that way. And, uh, it's just been proven to me too many times. Um, but she's not like, you know what the there's this, this restaurant's, uh, checkerboard tablecloths. I think, um, something, you know, a car's about to run through the door. Like there's nothing like that. Well, that's a bit um, of a stretch. Wouldn't you say? I mean, someone could say that about Usher saying you got it yeah, bad, I'm and that not, means you got you this job. You got it. I'm just no, trying to think of a better song. It's about a disease. I was trying to think of a better song, so forgive me, but it was like <laughs> it's not the song. The song's not the okay. issue. Yeah. Yes, it um, is. Okay. Anyway, we, we get what you're saying. I, <laughs> th- that's what I, th- I think. Intuition is a feeling, and then paranoia is where you're like looking for specific details to to confirm. It's yeah, I think you for. need to know the difference between your gut and paranoia because I yeah. do think they are separate things. Yeah. Me too, but Where does when paranoia you're thinking come from, about then? them, you're they feel the same essentially. They can, they can if it's something like that, like you're being cheated on. They can definitely feel yeah. like the same thing. Yeah, but I do like the I do like the part about like when you're searching for things to prove the paranoia. Yeah, you can that's definitely when do it that. doesn't feel as like a peaceful intuition. Yeah. It's a little more like I'm forcing this. Yeah, dark. Okay. Did that help you? You didn't, but Easton and Mark did. 
I think Easton. Easton can have this one. Tanya did zero help, and now I feel like I just emailed into the podcast and got advice. <laughs> but anyways, my thoughts... I'm a one-stop shop, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you worry. I got you covered. But Signs I will say, and all. jokes aside, even Tanya's analogy, I, I, I still I don't feel that way. I just... It, it did make me think, like... It made me question my intuition because it was like, whoa, how do you know the difference between paranoia and intuition? It's a good conversation starter. Maybe mm-hmm. people can start talking about it on the Facebook group or something <laughs> or message me about it since no one ever messages. No, I'm just kidding. People do message me. And, you know, I had some really thoughtful conversations this past week um, about our podcast last week with Colton. I had like really good dialogue and I find that those conversations, even though like if people write me and they're like disappointed or want to talk about something or have questions about a choice that we made or a guest that we had on the podcast, I feel so much more, um, I feel the conversations are so much more productive and respectful when they're one-on-one like that versus, um, you know, like a mass conversation starter on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. And so I really, to those who wrote me and had like respectable conversations. I do appreciate that because I think that's very important to recognize that um, a lot of times social media, we're taking in a lot of information. One person's opinion fuels a bigger reaction and then a bigger reaction. And then it gets to where you can't even converse with people. So yeah, I love those dialogues between people, even if we don't agree, like even if it kind of ends and it's like, you know, we didn't get to like a agreement. I do appreciate like dialogue. Yeah. Helps me grow. Helps you grow. Helps we grow. I love that. I love that about you. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I know it? (laughs) Um, I think we should be getting to email soon. Is that right? Let's do it. Yeah, I think we do a little ditty. What's that? An email? Oh, a ditty. Okay, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with emails. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my hero. My shero. Shero, for sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. SCRUBBING. 
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. All right, you guys, we're back and we are actually going to do two emails today. It's your lucky day because obviously we are in the mood to give advice and good sound advice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mine might, might be rocky today, but it's fine. Bring oh, it to and me. We get to prescribe a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mark. Yeah, and then we when do we play Family Feud forgot. again? Whatever you want. I don't think you name it. You tell me. I think maybe like once every other month. 
Because you see, Hanukkah and schedule it. Hanukkah just decide when yeah, to do it. Yeah, because I don't want to overkill. I don't want it to be like uh, you know right. too much. But it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Some listeners were turned off by how competitive you two got. Really? Yeah. Were we yeah. competitive that day? They didn't like that side of you, especially Tanya. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw some so feedback on that. Wait, what did they? Where's the feedback? Uh, I think it's the Facebook group. Ah, the Facebook. Yeah, because they talk about family feud and they tag me, and then they'd say like, "Tanya was really oof, oof." You know, the Facebook group can either bring you way up or it can bring you, you down. Way down. And that's yeah. that's really the true. real truth about the Facebook group. And, and we love it. We love opinions. We love conversations. But my God, if I'm going through it, I do not get on Facebook. Yeah, it's true. It's funny because I always say I'm not competitive. And then like last week, I got into a huge fight with Red Star over like the better apple. Yeah, you're like weirdly competitive. Yeah. You're, you're, you're competitive in things that aren't so silly. Standard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the better apple. Yeah, I like, like fu- what flavor. Is I better? like Fuji apples and he likes Honeycrisp. And oh we like God. fight about it all <laughs> you, the time. You two should break up now. There's no future. No future. There. I know, stance. but it was really funny because he was like, Easton actually hit me up and said that the Fuji won the Easty uh, Fruit of the Year in 2017. Mm. And I was yeah, like, oh, I think you guys presented that award <laughs> that year. I was like, <laughs> oh, has Honeycrisp won an Easty? Yeah, I rest my case. <laughs> I'm a Granny Smith guy. Oh, I don't mind telling you. Oh, that. man, that's a good apple. <laughs> yeah, it's a damn fine. I got one in my so bag right now. Can't wait. Mm. I, I all like right, here we go. apple pie. <laughs> Is my <laughs> from McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is from anonymous, and she says, "I'm 25. My boyfriend's 26. We've been together a year, and honestly, it's going so well. I can definitely see a future with him, and want a future with him. Yeah. The only issue we have had lately is that we have completely different sexual histories. Oh. I know I really didn't need to share my prior experiences with my boyfriend, but I'm an open book and didn't feel the need to hide anything. My boyfriend's only been with a few partners, losing his virginity at 21. I've been with." many sexual partners and lost my virginity at 16. Last night he told me he thinks my past is gross and that he doesn't know how we can get over it. My question is how do I how how does my how do my boyfriend and I move forward and how do I get him to stop dwelling on the past? First of all, I'm upset that he said your past is gross. That is so That's not rude. helpful. That's, That's not good dialogue. No. Yeah. Horrible dialogue. Horrible intro outro to a conversation with your partner. Um, so first of all, don't, don't hear that. Don't accept that because your past is what led you to where you are now. And that is the person, everything that's happened to you, whether it was related to sex or any experiences that have happened, have made you who you are, which is the person that he is dating and in a relationship with. So if he's not able to get past that, that is not your responsibility because that sounds like something he's going to have to work with. He has the information. He can do what he wants with it, but you don't need to carry the guilt or the weight of his opinion of your past. And I am sorry that he's made you feel like you are gross for the choices you've made. And um, I, I don't like him personally. Oh, I don't. Well, I don't like that he said that. I don't like that he made that comment and I get yeah. he was probably up hurt and upset and feeling insecure and he projected, but I hope that he knows how, learns how to communicate better. Yeah. I think that's the, you hit the nail on the head because I think I've been in that position. I remember when I was like newly sexing or having sex and one of the guys that I dated had had sex with like hundreds of girls. And I remember judging him too, being like, ew. And I didn't say like, ew, that's so gross. But for me, it was like, I had wanted somebody that had only been with 
the same amount. It's like people fear what they don't know. Do you know what I mean? So for me in my mind, I was just like, that seems so foreign to me to mm-hmm. have sex with hundreds of people. It's just like, yeah, you, you're just, I don't know. I can't, I, I've been in this guy's shoes. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like I have been with guys where I'm like, ew, I don't like that, but I've never verbalized it like that. Mm-hmm. And I just like more internalize it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just based on people. It's an insecurity thing. You know, like you fear what you don't, what you don't know. I think you just need to explain to him, like why you made those choices. I don't think she just needs his, to. Just yeah. none of his business. No, Not, no, no, no. I think he's insecure. No. I think his ego is hurt mm-hmm. and he feels like inadequate. And I think the way that he could express it is that kind of makes me feel insecure. Like, can we talk about or it? Or like, more? I don't like the thought of you with other guys. Yeah. I don't like, like that I don't like thinking it. about that, yeah. but that's not her that's responsibility fair. for her to feel like she needs to apologize for it or, you know, coddle him. It's one thing to be sensitive to his insecurities and his feelings about it, but also know that it's not fair for you to take on this like shame and guilt about it either. No, I, yeah, I agree. But it's probably comes from a place of like, yeah, I think like anyone's ego. Personally, I, especially when I was a virgin, like dating someone who had been with multiple people. I mean, anyone that I was with had been with more people than I had been with. So there was that reality. And I think as long as that person was able to be sensitive to my insecurities about it, and we were able to have like respectful conversations about it. And also like know that, me not having that experience added to the insecurity and weight. I just think there's a way of navigating it that is careful, like makes both people feel safe. I agree. And this isn't her responsibility to do, but like I, I was in a similar situation years ago. I, I was dating a young, a young lady and um, I learned that she had been in a threesome with, uh, with two guys. And that made me feel very intimidated because I was extremely inexperienced and I didn't think it was gross or anything, but I was like, oh man, like, I'm just, you know, she's not going <laughs> to, how, how could I possibly please this person? You know? And, uh, I watched uh, a little movie called chasing Amy where the same thing happens to Ben Affleck. And, um, he, the, the message I took away from that was that this person wants to be with me mm-hmm. and she likes me and I like the person she is. And so therefore I like everything that has led her to be this person. Like mm-hmm. everything she's gone through has made her the person she is right now. And I like that person quite a bit. And, uh, so that gave me more confidence and, uh, I learned to really, uh, admire the, the past that people had before me. And, uh, it didn't, I don't know, like, cause she never said like, oh, I don't, I don't like being with you or anything because of these other things I did. She, that didn't happen at all. Um, so once I thought of it that way, it, I did not feel insecure. And, um, I, I don't know. Now it's like, after that, I was like, oh, the more people you've been with, the better, because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe I can pick up a thing or two. Uh, and I don't know. It just like it really flipped like that. Um, but I understand how how that can make a, especially a man feel very insecure. And and the, the way that he reacted was so, so immature and so poor. Uh, but it, this is not her, I, I don't know what to like say to him to make him like have this realization, but it's like definitely not her responsibility. Women need to stop fixing men. Damn it. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. Then men just need to be better, you know, it's just yes. like, but I do think if he's typically like very <laughs> respectful and mature and you can have a conversation and say like, I'm really sorry this, uh, 
like this makes you feel insecure, you know, intimidated. But if you need to talk about it more, we can. But I'm with you and I love you. And that's I'm all with. that matters to me. Okay. So mm-hmm. here's the more important question. Oh. What Taylor Swift song do we prescribe her? Ooh. I have a good one. Okay. The man. <laughs> it's oh. like if I were a man, like you wouldn't be freaking saying this stuff. Mm, that's true. Listen to oh. that. What's the one? Um, look what you made me do. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Get your just get your power back. If you want to listen to reputation, like if you want your power back, listen to reputation. There you go. All right. Anonymous says, my boyfriend is almost 30. I just turned 27. We live together and have two dogs. The first year was rough as I found out he cheated on me, but didn't find out until a while after it happened. So I stayed because the connection was too strong. I don't think he's cheated physically since then. Fast forward to now. It'll be three and a half years next month in April. He hasn't proposed and as far as I'm concerned, has no plan to. He tells me he wants to marry me and wants a family, but just hasn't done it. And I don't know how much longer I should wait. I finally let it go and stopped bringing it up because it was causing too much of a fight. I recently find out that he subscribed $20 a month to a girls only fans page that he went to high school with and we constantly have issues with his porn watching and lying oh, about no. it. I've said he can watch it, but he continues to take it too far like the only fans. He won't follow the boundaries I've put in place. Has our time come to an end? Based on this email and this little bit of information that we have about your relationship. I think you deserve so much better out of a partner because he has cheated on you, which I'm assuming is physically. He has disrespected your boundaries of you are even like, it's fine if you watch porn, but he has crossed those lines and he has, he is paying money to see a woman that he knows in a very, um, what's the word provocative provocative state thank you and i think that you know your worth and that's why you're writing in about this let me tell you something oh let's go tanya rad i am going to prescribe to you to listen to taylor swift's clean because you need to be clean of this energy i feel as though i'm not one of those people that says once a cheater always a cheater but I do think that cheating is has a, a character flaw in it. There's something in this man's character that I don't trust. And then the fact that three years later, he's going down this path of porn and watching some girls doing that. When you say it, it makes you uncomfortable. Again, from the limited information that you have given us, there's not one part of that email that was like this is my man this is my guy i want to work through this i feel like this is a no and go listen to clean and get your mojo back he doesn't respect you he's if you give him an inch he'll take a mile you tell him it's okay to do porn and he's not an only fans that he went to high school with that's a much that's a violation but he but you said i could watch porn like he's just he's not being respectful and that's going to continue it seems to me he's already cheated now you're saying don't cheat on me he's going to find gray area there that's not physically cheating but is all kinds of other stuff i i i, I agree i think we got to move on i'm sorry anonymous it's time before you listen to clean, you should listen to this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> 
You tried. Or wait, what, Mark, what is the last thing you just said? We got to uh, move on. We got to move on. Yeah. Isn't that a Taylor Swift song? You just did that lyric to another. Yeah. An, a, the right. You need to calm down. You need yeah. to calm down. Yes. You need, need you to, to move, move on. on. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Um. All right. Well. And that'll do it. And just like that. And just like that. This episode is over. We have a great <laughs> podcast on Thursday. We're going to get uh, a little more um, into our feels with our guest. We are going to get into our feels. Gabby Bernstein is here on Thursday. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, she um, really got me thinking about some things. Got me thinking about some things. And then uh, we'll be back next Monday with a great other pod. A recap of Mexico, if you're there. Yeah. TBD. <laughs> um, all right. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you.
You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.